What's going on? Matt Savoka here from awesomeo.com bringing you the wild card Monday Night Football DraftKings Contenders video. This is really exciting, a Monday Night Football game to cap off what has already been a pretty compelling wild card weekend. This is a divisional rivalry and a rubber match here. The Cardinals and the Rams should be an excellent game, 49.5 point total, and the Rams are favored by four points here. Before we get into this one go ahead and like this video subscribe to the channel so that you always know when we're going live you guys know what to do and if you could give me matt savoka a follow on twitter at draftaholic that would be much appreciated as well we'd also like to thank our presenting sponsor fan up check out fan ups flexball nfl playoff contest with two hundred thousand dollars going to first place where you can pick a new team every week of the playoffs your team score will be added up after every week is done and there are weekly prizes you can win like authenticated NFL jerseys from Fanatics. And when you use promo code AWESOMO, check out the code down there, you can get 2,000 bonus points, which is the equivalent of $20. No deposit required. That sounds pretty awesome to me. And for every three entries you enter into that Flexball NFL playoff contest, you get $25 off as well. Check up Fan Up today. Okay, guys. On the screen here, you see my 10 through 6 of my top plays for this Arizona-Los Angeles game. Number 10 with a 26% chance of being in the optimal lineup, it's Van Jefferson. Definitely the third option, maybe even the fourth option on this Los Angeles receiving core here. But Van Jefferson, a big play receiver who could absolutely get there in a one-game slate. I personally prefer Odell Beckham, who's essentially been a top 12 overall fantasy receiver since going over to the Rams. Now it's been touchdown dependent but this team scores a lot of touchdowns. Then it's Tyler Higby, all these receiving options, except for the big one, right in a row here at the bottom with a 36% chance of being in the optimal lineup. You need Higby to get in the end zone, but he does have an outside chance of seven, maybe eight targets here. While unlikely, he has a lot of ways of getting there. That's why he comes in at number eight. At number seven, Sony Michelle, most likely the one to get the most volume, certainly in the backfield, but could overall get the most volume as well here a 39% chance of being in the optimal lineup but we know the Rams offense centers around one wide receiver in a way that most teams do not speaking of wide receivers the number six player is AJ Green kind of a resurgent year top 40 in targets and top 25 excuse me 26th in the NFL in air yards this season finished the season with nine targets two in the red zone last week and it's really good to see a player in their early 30s sort of not falling off that's really good especially when the Cardinals are going to need a big play receiver because DeAndre Hopkins is not available in this one AJ Green has a solid ceiling a two percent two and a half percent chance of scoring 30 fantasy points and a solid median 11.7 fantasy points but he doesn't quite crack the top five who does Let's watch him find out. At number five, it's wide receiver Christian Kirk. 7,000 salary and a 13.8 median projection. We can stop right there. Just from a simple projection versus salary-based expectation standpoint, Christian Kirk makes sense here. But I do think we have to contextualize this. Kirk has been used much more often with DeAndre Hopkins out of the lineup. In fact, he's number one on the team in air yards market share and second on the team in target share as well. But look at the ceiling here. Over 30 fantasy points in maybe 1% of our simulations, creeping up to 1.6% in our latest run here. 
Yeah, we're seeing him as an optimal captain play 8.8% of the time. But if you're going to choose Christian Kirk, for me, it's more of a flex play here, more of a secondary stacking option if you're going for another Cardinals player. I do think there's a possibility, obviously, that Kirk gets there just with the usage he has. But I do think he's the player most likely to see Jalen Ramsey. And I just don't trust the fact that we can just project volume that doesn't always turn into production here. So for me, Christian Kirk is a fine flex play, but I'm probably going to be under the field at the captain spot. He still comes in at number five. At number four, Cardinals tight end, Zach Ertz. And Zach Ertz, since coming over from the Philadelphia Eagles, has been utilized heavily. Listen to these target numbers going back here to end the season. In week 18, 10 targets, three in the red zone. Week before that, nine targets, one in the red zone. The week before that, 13, one in the red zone. The week before that, 11, one in the red zone. You getting the point here? He's getting double digit targets or near there every single week. And once they get inside the 20, they're making sure they design at least one play for Zach Ertz. So yeah, for a tight end, it doesn't look like the most spectacular ceiling. It's not Travis Kelsey-esque as we saw yesterday. Just a one to 2% chance of getting 30 fantasy points. But I think 20 to 20, five fantasy points is a very very real possibility here especially over the middle of, of the field where the Los Angeles secondary isn't spectacular despite having that number one ranking in PFF team defensive grade 6200 salary that's just the right amount I want to spend on a Kyler Murray stacking option so uh, Zach Ertz to me is that top stack player if you are going with Kyler Murray either at the captain or in a flex spot I think Zach Ertz offers the best upside for his salary at the Arizona at any position for Arizona here so I'm not surprised to see him in the optimal lineup 45% of the time at number three it's quarterback Kyler Murray and if you pause right here and you tried to guess who are the top three plays on this slate I bet you could guess it maybe not the order but you certainly know who they are Kyler Murray quarterback one game slate especially one who can get there with his legs 150 yards rushing over his last three games that's total not average but still very impressive we even had a 70 plus yard rushing game in that three game sample size I don't necessarily expect that here but again we're just talking about a quarterback who gets there with passing and with his legs we know from a uh, fantasy fundamental standpoint that's a strong play he's getting to a ceiling score over 30 fantasy points and basically a third of our simulations nearly 35 percent in our latest run but still the salary makes it difficult to pay up especially on a platform that makes you have have that multiplier as that salary multiplier like DraftKings only the optimal captain 5.6 percent of the time but look at the optimal flex percentage over 50 percent of our optimal lineups have Kyler Murray as an optimal flex because of that high floor and look at the median too 22 fantasy points it's a one game slate and there are some high scores here at the skill positions or most likely here but I still think Kyler Murray deserves a chance especially at that flex spot he's in the optimal lineup 57 percent of the time at number two, it's quarterback Matthew Stafford. And this one's pretty simple, right? Stafford doesn't quite have the ceiling that Kyler Murray does, but he also doesn't have the salary. 10,800 is less than 11,200, which is what Kyler Murray's salary is. So if you're thinking about putting a quarterback at captain, Stafford, who has a similar median projection, gives you pretty solid upside i think i would save using stafford as a captain play for a small field or a cash game lineup if you're playing that not necessarily a large field similar to murray you're seeing him as an optimal flex play 51 percent of the time in our simulations and it's really it really comes down to if we have a salary discount and a similar median and ceiling 
we're going to take the quarterback on a team that's actually favored at home. So no one's debating here. Kyler Murray straight up is probably the better play. But when we're considering salary, considering ownership, and then looking at the median and ceiling projections, seeing that they're similar enough, I see why Stafford's coming in at 60% and an optimal lineup percentage at number two, just ahead of Kyler Murray. Make sure you get at least one quarterback in every lineup. Now, before I reveal my final play, my number one play on DraftKings for this Monday night football wild card monday night football slate just want to remind you guys go ahead and like this video subscribe to the channels so that you always know when we're going live you guys know what to do and if you could give me matt savoca a follow on twitter at draftaholic that would be much appreciated as well also go ahead and leave a comment below which of these have been your favorite maybe your least favorite plays that i pointed out maybe somebody i omitted altogether always like to hear what you guys are thinking and thanks again to our presenting sponsor fan up check out the promo code below awesome gets you 2000 bonus points no deposit required which is the equivalent of 20 dollars. check out fan up today okay guys let's reveal the number one play on DraftKings for this monday night slate at number one who did you think it was going to be the player who was number one in targets number one in target share number one in red zone targets number one in touchdowns number one in fantasy points per game number one in receiving yards number one in receptions just an otherworldly season for Cooper Cup at the wide receiver position. And Arizona has a possibility of shutting him down, but really shutting him down looks like maybe six receptions on seven targets for under 100 yards. That's the kind of floor we're talking about. He has an under 10% chance of scoring 10 or less fantasy points here. So double digits is really... Uh, just a foregone conclusion at this point. And look at the ceiling per percentage here, a 25% chance of scoring over 30 fantasy points. And I think that's a little low, actually. In some of our earlier runs, we are seeing 30% chances of him getting to over 30 fantasy points. Look at the median, it's 26.9 fantasy points here. Cooper Cup is incredible, and Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup have an incredible connection. It's possible in a one-game slate that he gets slowed down. Certainly, the Arizona defense will be focusing plenty on that, but Arizona is not one that really scares me defensively. They're actually the fifth-worst defense in schedule-adjusted fantasy points allowed of all playoff defenses, and PFF ranks them 11th of 14 teams who made the playoffs this season. I don't know. I don't think that Cooper Cup is going to be completely shut down. He is the safest play with arguably the highest ceiling, including the quarterbacks. He is in the optimal lineup 73% of the time. And that is going to do it for this edition, this Monday Night Football edition of the DraftKings Contenders video. If you're looking for the FanDuel version of this video, go ahead and look for it. It's on the channel here somewhere. And we will be back next week for all the divisional content you... <laughs> And that is going to do it for this Monday Night Football Wildcard DraftKings edition of the Contenders video. If you're looking for the FanDuel version of this video, it's around here somewhere on the channel. Go ahead and look for it. We will be back next week with all the divisional round content you could need. Check it out on awesomeo.com and right here at the Awesomeo YouTube channel. Until then, I'm Matt Savoka from awesomeo.com. We'll see you guys next time.